Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chet. Bob Stoffer at the 630 Chet Studios. An optional today for the uh, Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, who basically just wrapped up a seven-game road trip. Uh, they went 4-2-1. and one. They had one game at home that was against Winnipeg, but there's been a lot of travel. Let's do it. We're going to head straight off to our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. The news of the day involving the Edmonton Oilers is that Josh Archwald, who uh, came to Edmonton on a one-year deal, has now signed a two-year extension. And Josh uh, joins us right now in Oilers. Josh, Bob Stoffer, how are you? Not too bad. And yourself? Uh, pretty good. Uh, Steve Bartlett, I, I, you know, it's funny. I saw you yesterday just before I raced up to the studio or up to the uh, uh, room to go do the show yesterday. And I, I, I'm like, well, are those Bartlett's kids? Because I think I had heard that your agent was actually handing over his agency to his sons. I w- wasn't sure who you're meeting with. But uh, I got the sense that maybe things were closing in. So just give me a thought. You got a two-year contract extension done. Obviously, you got to be pretty happy with how the situation's worked out here. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, coming in on a one-year contract and having, uh, you know, a chance to prove myself to the organization and coaching staff. And, you know, I've done a pretty good job of that so far this year. So, you know, as a get a contract extension, it's a pretty good feeling. And, uh, you know, it's a nice, nice belief that they had in me and that I had in them. And, you know, that things can still work going forward, too. Sometimes you have to have people in your court. And it was clear early in the year, I think you'd be the first to admit you're, you know, you're maybe fighting a bit to score. You had some chances, missed some nets, uh, fired some shots wide, that sort of thing. But Dave Tippett never stopped putting you in situations. He always had you out in the PK. And then he did move you up, ironically, in Vancouver. And I think that's when you got your first one, when was when the first chance you had to play with Connor. So what's it like knowing... When you have Dave, and, and I'll include Jim Playfer in this, because you're top four in time on ice for forwards in the NHL and the PK. When you know those guys, when your coaching staff believes in you as a player, what does that mean to a player? Oh, I think, uh, you know, it means a lot, you know, to have someone that can trust you that much and, you know, keep playing you. You know, you may not be putting numbers up on the score sheet, but, you know, to be able to um, still be thrown out on the penalty kill and, have them put you out at the end of the games, uh, you know, in defensive situations, you know, that's uh, it's a good feeling. And, you know, to have the trust in me to, you know, put me on the first line when I had zero points all year and, uh, you know, just they helped me get my confidence back and they believed in me all year. So, 
uh, it's, it's really nice, uh, you know, having coaches believe in you. You got 11 goals in your last 30 games, by the way, which is fifth on the team during that stretch. So uh, the offense has been coming a bit, and it doesn't matter who, Josh, you, you seem to play with. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, you're up on, uh, you know, you're up with Connor or, you know, you and Riley have con- contributed as well at times, sometimes on the PK, scoring some big goals. Is that all a byproduct of what uh, I would call you a glue guy? Uh, but what a glue guy has to do for a team is, is to sort of help patch things up in different situations and contribute in as many ways as possible? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, whether I'm first or third line, I think one of the always things I always try to do is, you know, is be predictable for my line mates. You know, I always try to play the same way. Uh, you know, I don't try to be too fancy when I'm up on the first line, and, you know, I don't try to be too fancy when I'm down on the third line or fourth line. You know, I just try to be consistent and, uh, you know, to play, and uh, I think that's helped out a lot. And, you know, I've been putting in, been put in different situations where, you know, um, and, you know, I've came out on top, and it's it's been a good feeling so far this year. Why do you think the penalty killing's been so good this year? You guys are second in the league. Uh, you know, I think I think penalty killing it's all about buying in. Um, you know, when you got your forwards and your defensemen and the goaltending all buying into the same system, all buying in, uh, you know, to each other and doing everything for each other, uh, I think you're successful. And uh, you know, we've got defensemen that block shots and goalies that'll make saves and you know uh riley and i or draft or whoever's out there blocking shots up front too i think it's just the the matter of buying in to uh you know penalty killing not everybody wants to do it but when you get uh, a team that buys in you know usually they're pretty successful you want to win come playoff time and you know something about that from your time in pittsburgh everybody's got a hit and everybody's got a block shots kind of comes with the territory that you got to sacrifice yeah, I think that's uh, the biggest thing. Everybody's got to do their part. Everybody's got to sacrifice, you know, um, whether you got to score a goal or whether you got to block a shot. Um, you know, I went through those cup runs with Pittsburgh, and I watched Sidney Crosby or Malkin block multiple shots in different situations where, you know, I, I don't think I saw that earlier on in the year. But, you know, everybody does their part. and um, it's just a, it's a really important thing. All right. Peter Zosky, and you're a Nebraska-Omaha guy. Peter Zosky uh, wrote a book called The Game of Our Lives, and it was about the 1981-81 orders, 81-82 orders, as they grew into a, a powerhouse. And he talked about everybody practicing with Wayne Gretzky and getting better. And here's where I'm going with this. So you guys practice the PK, but you're not practicing just against any power play. You know what I'm saying? You're up against the best power play, in, and they're up. They're like four percent better than any other. And I know not all of the time it's 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 straight on against that first unit because obviously Drysdale and Nugent Hopkins kill penalties as well. But does that help when you're playing against players of that caliber with the ability to fire the puck around that, especially the speed and pace that uh, you know Nugent Hopkins, Drysdale, and McDavid can move passes and open up seams? And that, does that help you guys defend better? Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, without a doubt. And I think, uh, I think what we get going in practice, it's, you know, it's a big competition, you know, uh, you know, we want to kill as hard as we can and they want to try to score on us as much as they can. So, you know, I think it goes both ways, you know, when we're pressing, we're making, we're making them think quicker and do their things. And I think that helps them when it comes to games, but at the same time, you know, they can, they'll throw sauce through the seam or do whatever and keep us accountable too. So, you know, we have to think at all situations. Too, and I think uh, you know being able to practice with them has definitely made us better for sure. You've matched your career high with 12 goals. Your agent had Blake Coleman, a smaller guy, fast, 
You watch New Jersey this year. He might have been their best player. Uh, you got him a three-year deal. Do you think you and the, you know when he initially signed that deal? I'm not sure he thought Blake Coleman would turn out to be a 20-goal scorer. Do you think you have more more room to grow here? Could p- potentially grow into a you know a consistent sort of 15 to 22, 23 goal score in a year in year out basis? Yeah, you know that's that's what I would like to be. Uh, you know, obviously I want to you know stay humble and stick to the penalty killing and you know the defensive side of things, but also you know being able to score some goals. You know, I, you look back at my college career and I I was. Uh, I used to be considered a goal scorer back then, so you know, getting back to those roots and scoring some goals has definitely given me a lot more confidence. But just being able to grow within myself and you know feel more comfortable at this level, I think uh, you know moving forward, it's it's definitely a possibility that I can uh, you know reach those 15 to 20 goal plateaus. Um, how much more room does this group have to grow? Do you think even over the course you got 10 of the next 14 games here in home ice? Tough first two periods last night. You guys got yourself back in the game as it went on, but do you still think this? You know, your, your team has a lot of opportunity to move forward here. Yeah, I think there's always opportunity to move forward and move grow. I mean, uh, I think you look at last night's game, uh, going being down four-one going into the third period. Yeah, we might not have had the best uh, first two periods, but I think just of our ability to you know not give up. A lot of teams are you know even. Maybe early on in the year we could have shut down and just you know let that game go, but we we fought back and we made it four three and you know we were close to tying it up at the end. So you know it's just games like that that you don't want to lose, but at the same time it it's a it's a big learning curve and you know you got to take those those losses and learn from them and move forward. And I think those are you know games that you can grow on. So Josh, we've talked about this in the past. Final question for you. It's a bit of a fun one. Uh, how old were you? Your father, uh, Jim, played in the NHL. He was a hard-nosed, undersized guy. He was involved in one of the most legendary brawls in NCAA history, of which he was a big part of it, may I add. How old were you when he showed you that video the first time? Oh, I don't even know if it was him that showed me or if it was one of my friend's dads who brought it up and ended up showing me and my friend. But uh, I I couldn't have been more than oh nine or ten probably when I really started to understand things. I used to actually watch. He had an old VCR tape from his college career of highlights and everything, and I used to throw that on um, when I was old enough and watch it. And that was that was always the end of it. So I would fast forward and just watch the fight. Well, he was. I mean, they at that time they were known as the North Dakota Fighting Sioux, and they were. Uh, the toughest team in NCAA hockey, mostly from guys from Saskatchewan and Alberta, and a lot of Manitoba guys as well. So interesting stuff. Uh, and you're 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 a bit like a Brendan Gallagher type yourself. You know what I mean? Like a hard-nosed, smaller guy that shows up. Congratulations on the deal. I can tell you that the fans are uh, pretty excited. They think it's fair both ways. They think it's fair for you, and they think it's fair for the team. And, and maybe that's part of it, isn't it? That's kind of how it kind of has to work, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, it's got to go both ways, and uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy to be back. Great organization, great fans, great team, great coaching staff. You know, top to bottom. So I'm just really excited to be back. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Yep, that's Josh Archibald. Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers now. It's 145 in Edmonton. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We've had to push Alan May back. Uh, we'll maybe move Al to a different day uh, just because. 
This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It goes down. Go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, we wanted to get the interview with Josh in. Got a bunch of texts to do. Uh, this day in Oilers history, all that kind of stuff when we return to Oilers now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Ryan Nugent Hopkins going pretty good. Got another one last night. We're already throwing the numbers out there. 39 points over his last 27 games. Edmonton Oilers start their march to the playoffs at home here. 10 games tomorrow night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. 6.30 face-off show, 8 o'clock puck drop. Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, and myself will have it for you. Oilers got to make some head home here. You heard Elliot Friedman just before Josh Archibald. I'm happy for Josh Archibald. The old saying, right? Big guys have to prove they can't play. Small guys have to prove they can. And he's brought it. He's good. And I get the sense most of the fans on the Ashley Fine Floors text line are pretty comfortable with the uh, price point on the two-year extension at a million and a half. Um, we will tell you this. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The stopper recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken as we head off to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. You can join 630 Cheds, Jalen and I on a spectacular tour of Iceland and Ireland this summer. It includes daily meals, sightseeing, and spectacular events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. We had a group in Chicago, and uh, we're... Uh, it was great. We had Glenn Gulletson join us, uh, along with Mark Spector and Jack Michaels and Gene Principe and uh, Derek Van Dees from the uh, Post Media drop by and uh, spent a couple hours uh, visiting and entertaining folks. It was a terrific time. And then we did a photo op last night before the game in Chicago. And uh, they're all flying home, I think, on Saturday. Maybe even on Sunday. How tough is that, going to Chicago? And that wraps up our two trips this year, New York City and Chicago. But... Uh, for New West Travel, this day in Oilers history. We're going to go back to 2012. 
We are. When the Oilers defeated the Sharks 3-2 in San Jose, Jordan Everly registering his 30th goal of the season, and Sam Gagne scored the shootout winner to lift the Oilers to that victory. And uh, Everly finished with 34 goals and 76 points that season. Those would turn out to be his career highs. I've always liked Jordan. It's pretty interesting, right, how it all worked out, right? Everly got traded for Ryan Strom. Strom has 59 points this year for the Rangers. Again, their D can really, I can't reiterate that. Scoring will go up if your defense can transition the puck. And their D can transition the puck. Strom's having a terrific year. He's a good guy, a real good guy. Edmonton obviously got Ryan Spooner. That was a Pete Shirelli trade that didn't work out. Shirelli's also the same guy that got Leon Dreisaitl signed eight years, eight and a half million dollars. So uh, win some, lose some. That's kind of how life works sometimes in those roles. You've got a lot of pressure on you. But uh, the orders then flipped Spooner for Sam Gagne and Gagne for Andreas Athanasiu, who I think a lot of fans get it. They see the Oilers as needing to be patient with Athanasiu, and I'm still... Brandon, you make a good point. Let's get back to it. Can I interject here and just say that isn't this exactly who we thought Andreas Athanasiu was going to be should they have acquired him? Yes. Right? A guy who maybe needed a little bit of time to adjust to a new setting. A guy who, you know, maybe grips the stick a little bit too tight sometimes. A little turnover prone. Like, this is the kind of thing that next year... I just really don't believe we're having the same conversation. Do you, do you think it's easy coming in and playing with Connor McDavid? I don't think many people around the entire league would have a lot of success doing what he does at the pace that he does it. There's a couple of rules that guys use, like managers will say. Okay, So a guy who's won a Stanley Cup in the last calendar year said to me once as a manager, Bob, it takes, 300, or it takes three months for a player to get to fit in with a team after trade. That guy won the Cup last year. That was Doug Armstrong that said that to me. Years before he won the Cup, he said, three-month rule on trades. you got to give some players some time. And then another guy said to me, 300 games for defensemen. You pretty much know what you got with a forward, with a winger in the first 100 to 150 games, but 300 games for defensemen. Look at Jeff Petrie. He's been a pretty good defenseman for the Montreal Canadiens. All right? So, you know, you like the Oilers have gone the hard miles with Clefbaum and Nurse. Now they got Clef, like they get Clefbaum back. Reed Wilkins tweeting out he's a possibility for tomorrow's game against Columbus. You got Clefbaum and Nurse in your top two spots, and then moving forward, maybe a guy like Caleb Jones at eight hundred and fifty k. Those are your left shot D. And then we're looking at you know Baron potentially Bouchard, and you still got Larson and uh, Benning. Got a chance to have a better transition D moving forward in your organization. Still have Chris Russell. Like, they're going to have eight defensemen. They'll probably... The Oilers are in a march for the playoffs. They're in a good spot to make it. They've got some depth on defense once Green comes back, assuming there's no other injuries. Eight defensemen. That doesn't include bringing up Bouchard and playing Bouchard. So they got some depth there. They got to get things figured out with McDavid. I kind of like what you're saying about just sticking Cassian with him. Plus, I like Archibald a little bit better on the right side than the left side. He he can do the left side. What I like about Archibald is his work rate. He works hard. Again, you can text us. Uh, BMAC has said, Bob, someone smarter than Bob? I don't believe it from BMAC. BMAC, I, I will tell you... Um. There's four of us in the household, humans, and there's four pets. 
I'm the least smart of the eight combined forces in the household. And I'm often reminded of it on a daily basis. And we got lots of smart texters out there that know the game. And some that like to have some fun as well, which I don't mind either. All right, again, uh, coming up tomorrow, Reed, myself, will join you right at 6.30 up at Studio 99. Tickets available for the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets at EdmontonOilers.com for this entire playoff march for the Edmonton Oilers. The march to the playoffs. Tickets available for every game. There's tickets out there. It's going to be a kicker to watch, and it beats the hell out of the alternative. Let's face it. You know, Ken Holland came in wanting to uh, be playing meaningful games. Oilers are going to be able to do better than that when it's all said and done. What does the mega-talented Reed Wilkins have coming down the pipe tonight Well, the Inside la- Sports? The latest with the uh, Josh Archibald signing, some reaction to that. You'll hear from Blue Jackets TV color analyst, friend of Oilers now, Jody Shelley, and NHL.com columnist and historian Dave Stubbs on the passing of Henri Richard. Oh, good for him. Uh, we will tell you that our uh, when we had the one and only Josh Archibald on the show today. He was our Oilers Now headliner for touchback safety from fall protection to forklift training. Trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety's their goal. And Mark Spector for the horses and horse race in Alberta will join us for a full hour on Tuesday's edition of Oilers Now, which will emanate, unless there's a concert that night, at Rogers Place uh, at Rogers Place. Edmonton Oil Kings tonight against the Swift Current Broncos. Tickets available at oilkings.ca. Up next... A global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jaylen Nye. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Burn blue on the street, loose and complete under sky, so smoky blue-green. I can't foresee a Dixie Ditchy, so it dance the sidewalk clean. Is muddy, what's this river that I'm in? New Orleans is sinking, man, and I don't want to swim. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.